Hi everyone, welcome back to Beyond Stardust. Today's episode, I talk about wealth and luxury and whether or not ego can be separated from desiring wealth and luxury. I present kind of an old paradigm of how I see the the world and our society working around those subjects. And then I really present a new paradigm, how I would like to see it go forward. And I invite you guys to contribute to this new paradigm and really reflect on this for yourself. Together we can create a beautiful new world. I hope you enjoy the episode. You are the universe. You are that which created the universe and you are everything in the universe. You are infinite consciousness having a human experience and you get to have a life that is one of joy peace and abundance. My name is Karina, I am your host, and you are listening to Beyond Stardust. Hi everyone, welcome back to Beyond Stardust. I am so grateful to my listeners, thank you so much for being here, thank you for supporting my podcast, and thank you for listening. (laughs) So today we are going to be talking about wealth and I'm going to be talking about, you know, kind of the way that we look at wealth now. And also I'm going to be presenting a new paradigm for wealth. So a new way of looking at wealth, a new way of of, of seeing wealth, one that really I, I believe unties the ego from from the desire for wealth, right? So the question really, that I asked this question on my social media accounts, can ego be separated from the desire for wealth and luxury? And I got, a lot of people said, absolutely. Some people said, no, that's a really hard one. Um, there's been, a, there's was a few different, you know, responses. And I'm just going to talk about how I view it, how um, I'd like to see it, and just all of that. So here we go. Um, So really, you know, the way that, well, first of all, when I talk about wealth, the reason I talk about it is because I teach manifestation, but I also teach you know, spirituality and being in our divine energy, um, being, being in the divine of who we actually are. So I teach being in our true nature, right? Living as our true nature, that infinite awareness, that infinite consciousness. I teach that, but I also teach the ability to curate and, you know, your life the way that you want, to manifest your life the way that you want. But I also suggest that, you know, when it's from a space of trying to find happiness outside yourself, it's never really going to work. You really need to find it now and then, and then, you know, direct the unfolding according to your joy that you already have now. So wealth, <laughs> wealth, luxury, signs of wealth, um, wanting, you know, the beautiful home, wanting the luxury items, wanting the luxury experiences, um, is looked at two ways really in the spiritual community. Some people really look at it like, you know, the universe is a natural expansion and it's our right. If we want it, it's our birthright. It's our birthright to have millions of dollars. It's our birthright to buy the luxury items. It's our birthright to, you know, want what we want and get what we want. And a hundred percent, you can have those things and a hundred percent, you can manifest those things. I know it at the, my core being, I witnessed it. I've done it myself in many ways. Um, so that's definitely true. And then there's the other narrative of like real spiritual people don't really have the desire. Well, no, that's being a little extreme. Although some people do say that some people think that, you know, real spiritual people don't desire, shouldn't desire wealth, you know, that's very like shallow or egotistical or whatever there's also you know I I do notice a narrative in the non-duality and I don't I'm not a non-duality teacher and I don't really there's a few um, non-duality teachers that I that I follow and that I have worked with but um but I'm not 
really into like the, what's the word I'm looking for? The renunciation of of the material world. I'm not really into that, you know, the renunciation of desires and this and this normal life and going off and like living on a beach away from everyone else and being in you can do that. There's beauty to that, you know, the whole world is filled with magic, but we're also here to have a human experience, right? We're also here to um we are that infinite consciousness and this world is an unfolding of pure magic at every single moment. Um, there is no duality. However, we're also here to have this specific experience. So why not make the most of it and really follow our joy? That's what I believe. I don't really, so anyways, yeah, so a lot of the, there are a lot of, um, non-duality teachers out there who teach like, well, you know, you are the infinite consciousness and therefore like they're kind of, I've seen very, let's put it this way. I've seen very few who actually promote manifestation or teach manifestation um Eckhart Tolle is one who talks about conscious manifestation he was a huge um, inspiration for my desire to change the way that I taught manifestation um and I've spoken with a few other non-duality teachers who follow kind of what you know the following your joy and unfolding and manifesting things because they innately bring you joy and that's kind of what I believe so anyway we have this old paradigm of wealth and it's it's really based in ego the old paradigm of wealth is really based in ego because it's all about you know showing that you are worth something showing that you've achieved something sending a message to other people that like you know, you have some sort of status, maybe that you're even, maybe even that you're better than other people, maybe like you don't necessarily have this conscious desire, but there's something deeper that like, if you, you know, where you believe that there is kind of like a hierarchy in life and the more money you have, the more wealth you have, the better you are compared to other people. I think even if you don't consciously believe that a lot of people do have like this underlying belief that maybe they don't recognize. And some people fully recognize it, you know? Um, So definitely that is, I believe, the source for desire for wealth. That's a a reason for a lot of people desire for wealth. And also to impress others, to be part of an in-crowd, you know, to show that I'm part of this exclusive group of people, you know, this exclusive group of like the 1%, the elite, the people who have money, um you know, showing off that you can afford this. And and again, it goes back to like showing that you're better than others or showing that you have some sort of value and worth in society. And that is 100%, first of all, false because your value and worth isn't based on what you have at all. We are all basically quote unquote God. Um, uh, That's a little intense way of putting it, but you know, I I just want to really put emphasis on who and what we truly are and we have always we 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 have always been valuable we are always valuable we have always been valuable we are everything we are everything in existence we are the most valuable thing because we are that infinite consciousness so nothing outside of us really determines our value i know we live in a society that it's like that but again this is the old paradigm and we really do create our realities and you can say i know a lot of people will say okay well we create our own realities but right now this the majority the seven billion people out there um believe this way so what's my belief or my change in my paradigm going to shift thing but we are all connected and we are all creating reality so even just your belief your shifting of your paradigm and your shifting of your belief creates a butterfly effect that changes the whole entire world we are all one we are all connected so anything that you do to change and shift yourself really does shift the whole collective so yeah the the old paradigm of wealth is really this like wealth luxury but it's all based on ego especially like exclusivity so a lot of the wealth you know you you buy this 15 million dollar house in like calabasas or um i don't know um what am i thinking (laughs) a condo in in a flat that's the word i was thinking a flat in new york 
Um, and it's like on Fifth Avenue and it's like, look what I have. I, I live in this special place and you show it off to all your friends and you post pictures online and it's like, you know that most people can't afford that, but you can afford it. It's very, or, you know, buying certain, certain luxury brands and don't get me wrong. I love luxury. I have designer in my closet. Um, but you know, buying certain designer brands, not necessarily because you love the brand because it shows that you can have something that others cannot. The separation between us and them, the separation between the haves and the haves not. And that is heavily, heavily based in ego. And, you know, it's not, I'm not here to say ego is bad, even though, you know, that's the message you may get from this. I'm not here to say ego is bad, but what I am here to say is that ego will never get you happiness. Ego is the source of suffering and it just becomes this never-ending hole of like a never-ending black hole that you're trying to fill with these things outside of yourself or, you know, your ego trying to grow and grow and show that it's better than other people, but there's always going to be someone who has things that you don't have. There's always going to be somebody who's richer. There's always going to be somebody who's prettier. There's always going to be somebody who has a better partner. There's always going to be somebody who's more successful. Um, so yeah, like we can look at some of the top designers like Chanel, for instance, Chanel just raised their prices of their um like their classic flat bag for instance which is like the one that everybody want has and loves and it's like the classic one that you see on everyone. They raised it from 10 to $10,000. Now I remember when that purse cost well not that one in particular. I remember there was one that I was eyeing that cost $1,500. And so I imagine that that one, you know, I would say maybe it was like $3,000 or something. I don't remember, but it wasn't $10,000. And the interesting thing is that since the, when it was like a few thousand dollars to now when it's $10,000, actually the quality of the bag has decreased. So there was, there was a time when actually Chanel used real gold in their hardware. I don't believe they do anymore. Maybe it's plated. I'm not sure. I've never actually bought Chanel um, bags before, so I don't. I just know a little bit, not a whole lot, but I, I, like I said, I have other designer, but I just haven't, I don't own any Chanel bags, but, um, the reason I bring this up, the reason I talk about Chanel and the price increase and, um, their bags is because you, you know, the idea is that you're paying for a design you're paying for, you know, you're paying for a piece of art. I fully believe in designer stuff as art. I love art. I love, you know, creating the, the creation of unique things. I love high fashion as art. However, at this point, it stopped becoming about art and it stopped becoming about quality because the quality hasn't gone up. The materials that they're using hasn't increased the experience that you get from owning something like a Chanel bag hasn't increased, but the price is going up. And the reason I bring this up is because the the whole point of it is they're trying to keep it in it as exclusivity. They're trying to keep it as exclusivity. This is what this is what is going on. It happens with a lot of designers. The quality doesn't actually increase. The experience itself doesn't actually change, but it's about exclusivity. And this was a hard part for me to detach from because like I said, you know, I, I love designer. I love luxury. I love that. And to really face the fact that there was a part of me that there definitely was a part of me that desired these things because it said something to the world of look what I have, look what I can have. Look, you know, it, this shows my value, how I value myself and how the world should value me, which is 100% again, based in ego. And if that's the game you want to play, if that's the, you know, thing that you want to create for yourself right now, there is nothing wrong with that. I am not shaming that or saying there's anything wrong with that, but I am just, I am saying that when you, when you want, when you chase something based on ego, there happiness, joy, freedom, true abundance is never on the other side of that. It's never going to be found through that. So yeah, this is this idea of exclusivity, only certain people can have it, you know, this idea of like, a limited amount of people can have certain things or a certain amount of wealth or whatever is really 
like I already said, I'm trying to emphasize it's really based on ego. It's also like the, it's also really creates an us versus them mentality, which is, which is not good because, you know, it creates a lot of conflict and, and it also creates, um, it creates the have-nots. The haves cannot be exclusive. The haves of the things cannot be exclusive without there being a have-not. So, and again, this this episode isn't about trying to say you shouldn't want wealth, you shouldn't want luxury. We'll get to the new paradigm where I celebrate wealth and luxury, but this is just us really taking an honest and close examination of the old paradigm of wealth and money and being honest about what it is because there's so many people out there in the spiritual and manifesting um, communities that are either demonizing the desire for wealth and the desire for luxury and the desire for nice things, and then there's people who are celebrating it and making it spiritual you know saying like it's your god-given right but we have to if it is i do believe that abundance is our you know we are abundance we can have every single thing that we want but if we really want to try to find true happiness peace joy and freedom not just for ourselves but for a community for the whole world and we actually want to create this new earth we really have to be give a real honest and um and kind of like harsh not harsh isn't the right word but a real honest and and just a real like even look at the ugly parts of it you know look at the ugly parts of the way that we're doing things look at the ugly way of, of the way that this is functioning because because we can't keep continuing to do things the same way that we're doing them and expect different results. We can't keep preaching that everybody has the right to abundance, which they do. We can't keep preaching that we see a world where everybody gets to have every single thing that they want, but then continue to perpetuate a paradigm and a system that is all about exclusivity and ego and, and you know, a paradigm where wealth is based on people having to not have it. You know what I mean? Where where the having of wealth sits on the shoulders of the people who, of people not having it. Where those two things coexist together, have to coexist together because of the way it's structured. We have to tear the whole thing apart and really create a way to wealth and luxury where everyone gets to have every single thing that they desire because we are all that one infinite consciousness we are all we all have that same deservingness we all have that same worth we all have that same right we all have it's it's a it's a key part of every single one of us so i invite you if you are somebody like me who does enjoy you know having an abundance of money does enjoy have designer things in their in their collection that you know does have nice beautiful jewelry I love nice stuff I love 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 nice stuff I love luxury um but I think it's time that we really take a look at it and ask ourselves like why do I really want this thing do I want this thing like I Literally, that Chanel classic flat bag that I said was $10,000, one of the reasons that I bring it up is because it's on my vision board. It's on my vision board, and it was a really hard thing for me to have to honestly look at myself and be like, why do I really want that bag? Why do I want it? Like, can I have it? Can I manifest it for myself? 100% the answer is yes. I know I can. I know, you know, if I continue to do the work around it, it'll come into my reality but being honest with myself like do I want it because of the bag yes there's certain things about the bag that I love but the fact that I get hat can have this ten thousand dollar bag because it has the Chanel logo on it because it's made by Chanel really is sending a message and you know I have you ha- I have to put a spotlight on this sending a message that like oh I've succeeded you know it's a definitely an ego-based message based on this old paradigm of okay now I've succeeded because I can afford something that other people can't afford and to really look at it like that look at it objectively it's hard it's hard to think that maybe the things I wanted are actually based in an ego but at the same time, um, you know, I've been there. I've, I've 
tr- I've been ha- in the past I've been that person who tried to to fill up that black hole with you know um with with buying things and trying to like show off certain experiences and and it's just a never-ending game of wanting more and wanting more or trying to compete with other people and that's full ego and it like I said it's never going to actually make you happy whether you like that or not and I don't like I said we are infinite beings we have forever we literally have forever there is no beginning or end to us and so if that's the game that we want to play in this life and that's the thing that we want to experience and we want to learn it the hard way that that is not the way to happiness that is fine you know there are plenty of people playing that game right now and everyone is more than welcome to play that game but if you are searching for that true ultimate truth and happiness and joy and freedom in life that so many are at least so many claim that they are there is a better way I I can let me say that there's a better way but again I'm not saying you shouldn't want to have like abundance of money I'm not saying you shouldn't want to have beautiful things you should and you have the right to have those things I'm about to talk about that just now so when we look at a when you look at something like I, like I spoke about the Chanel bag, right? So it maybe seem like I'm saying you shouldn't want the Chanel bag. You shouldn't, and I would never ever say that. I'm just saying like this is my own personal exploration of like how this is feeding into the old paradigm paradigm of ego based desire for luxury and wealth, and um, and the haves versus the haves not have nots and that's never going to lead to happiness and it's definitely not going to lead to the creation of the new earth that we all desire to create or that most of us desire to create so the way that i look at it is that instead of you're still allowed to desire the things that you desire but when you get down into it for me at least, I think, okay, well, I like the feel of nice things. I like the feel of quality clothing on my body. I like the, I like beautiful design things that look like art, that are pieces of art that somebody put their creation into. I like, you know, good, like I already said, good quality materials. I like metals, you know, like I love gold. I love the way it looks on me. I love the way it feels on my body. It doesn't irritate my, my skin it lasts, you know, things like that. And that's just from pure love of the thing. You know, it's not about impressing anyone. It's not about trying to be better than anyone. It's not because I'm trying to place my value in it. It's because it's something I genuinely love and appreciate. So looking at the desire for luxury and wealth in that way is a completely different thing. So you're still allowed to have the luxury and wealth. You're still allowed to desire it, but really taking a good look at why you want it. So I look at the Chanel bag and yes, like... (laughs) Part of me still wants a Chanel bag because I've always, you know, I love the story. Um, I love the story. I like the history of it. I like um, the femininity of it. But the truth of the matter is, is that would that bag make me happier than something that's like even better quality, even, you know, actually has hardware with the with real gold maybe not like a name that's like impressive maybe not a name that everybody can recognize maybe not a a name that you know implies exclusivity because that's very much based on ego so this is just my experience I'm not saying you shouldn't want Chanel or you shouldn't want whatever I'm just saying this is my personal experience facing this and I'm just suggest just putting it out there so um so you're allowed to have you're allowed to desire beautiful things in your life and you're even allowed to desire uniqueness you know some people will say well, what about uniqueness having something like maybe like a limited edition item that other people don't have maybe it's not about impressing maybe it's just about like liking to have unique things you don't want to just be like a cookie cutter stamp you know rubber stamp image of other people you want to express your um you want to express this creation this avatar you want in, in a unique custom beautiful way so you can do that the beauty of it is you get to create whatever you want in your reality you get to create whatever you want in your in your reality whatever it is so you know beautiful custom jewelry with with your favorite like gemstones um 
I wrote a note here that says, if you want a handbag made out of pure 24 karat gold, you can manifest that. It's yours. You have the ability to create all those things. Um, you have you. My message again is really like the the path of the ego, the path of wanting and desiring through the ego is never going to lead you to full happiness. It's never going to lead you to a sustained happiness or joy or freedom or abundance or anything. It's 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 a never ending chase. It's, that's what it really is and you get to have true happiness abundance pleasure all those things that I say all the time you get to have that and you get to surround yourself by beautiful things and when it comes from the pure inner joy pure inner enjoyment of the way things feel on your body the like way a certain stone sparkles in your eye that that is the type of beauty that I'm encouraging people to create that is the type of luxury that I'm encouraging people to create and there's nothing wrong with designer at all I'm not this is not I just really want to emphasize this is not an anti like don't you know you shouldn't want designer this is just really an exploration of what I've seen as my desire for designer and what I've seen in other people what does that mean to you because I studied I studied art in college and that wasn't my major I just took a few classes but I did study a little bit of art and we studied um you know, fashion and runway. And it really is a beautiful art. It really is. I can see purchasing something like that as purchasing a beautiful piece painting that you want to hang on your wall. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Just you have to, and each person is going to be unique and different for them. But I just invite you to really take a look and be completely honest with you, even if it hurts a little bit, even if it's not fun, because I can tell you it hurt a little bit to me to to see that to be really objective and see what it was that was really going on behind my desire for that particular item um but yeah you get to have anything you want like I said if you want a a beautiful handbag made out of pure 24 karat gold it's yours so ego really can be separated from the desire for wealth and luxury even though you know it may seem like I said that you, it can't, but it can. Ego can be separated. The whole point, and I was telling a client this today, really it comes down, it's so simple, it comes down to this. Our purpose, I believe, that our purpose is to really exist and recognize and be grateful for the joy, the abundance, the freedom, the safety, the security, the peace, all of that that exists in our moment because it does. We just have to release all of that that tells us that it doesn't and all of that that's resisting the presence of it. Our job is to surrender to that and really live in that moment and that and that unfolding and to understand that life is about change. Change is the only inevitable thing in this life. Things are constantly changing. Even death, people say death and taxes, but that's Taxes aren't necessarily inevitable <laughs> and um, and death is just change. That's all it is. It's just a change. That's not like an end at all. We are infinite beings. So the only thing that's consistent is change in life. The only thing that's, that's guaranteed is change. So our job is to really appreciate the unfolding in the now and also play with what we would like to experience. Follow our joy, our pleasure, our happiness, you know, like that's what manifestation is about. It's like, I love that I get to eat all these amazing foods. I love that I get to dress myself in these beautiful clothes. I love that I wear this beautiful perfume. I love smelling it on my wrist every single day. I love the sparkle on my finger. I love when it catches my eye in that particular way and sets off the rainbow flashes. I love, you know, or not even it's not even about things but I'm just trying to give examples based in the context of what we're talking about and also ooh, that's an experience I'd like to play with it but your happiness you're not putting depending your happiness on that your happiness is already existing now your joy is already existing now your abundance is already existing now it's just in the unfolding of things you go ooh, that's a fun little thing I may like to play with that's a fun little thing I like to play with in the future and it becomes like play 
So that's really our job. That's what it is. And people make it so hard and so complicated and they focus on the negative and they focus on the lack and they're stuck in their ego and they're stuck in their mind. And they, and like I said before, with the ego and the desire for, you know, things from the ego, there's always going to be some someone richer. There's always going to be someone prettier. There's always going to be someone more successful. There's always going to be someone who has something you want. There's always going to be someone with, you know, more, with a bigger house, with a more expensive car, whatever, right? So in the new paradigm, in the new paradigm, we really do get to have everything that we desire. We really do. In the old paradigm, we believe that happiness, abundance, and peace is found in all these outside things, but it's not true. And some people spend their whole lifetime chasing things, no matter how much they have, chasing things, chasing things, chasing things. And it may take them multiple lifetimes to realize that it's not true, but we get to realize that it's not true now and we get to actually experience joyful life now because the, the outside stuff is not going to bring what you think it's going to bring. It, it's like the cherry on top of what you already have, but it's not the source. The source is in the now. The source is what you are. The source is you. You are the source and the, and it only exists in the now and otherwise you're always going to be chasing and trying to fill up a black hole. But in the new paradigm, you luxury and abundance gets to mean that you call in the things that spark joy in your life and add to your human experience whether that means traveling to that beautiful location, whether that means wearing clothes that feel amazing on your skin, whether that means, you know, like I said, the spark, sparkles, things that are just give you joy because they give you joy, not because of something that you think they're going to bring, not because of impressing other people, not because of being part of the in crowd, not because of being part of the exclusive crowd, not because your ego tells you that's what you need to do to be, to be better than others. Because you'll never be better than others because we are all equal. We are all the same. All those games out there that are being played by, the, by us are all games of the ego and they are all the source of suffering. I know people don't want to hear that, but I hope even if you're not ready to hear that mentally, I hope this resonates in your soul, in your in your heart. But we do but again, I know for me at least when I when I had this re, when I had this awakening of my when I when I've had this awakening of my true nature, the self-realization, realizing who and what I really am and what that actually means about the about my existence and like this identity of Karina that I've built up and all my desires and like, you know, who I believed I was and and yeah, this character, this character that is Karina. I it was hard for me. It really was. It was really hard for me. I know there's certain things that I didn't want to hear, but ultimately it's the it is the it's the path to everything that we've all that we're all searching outside of ourselves for we're all searching for all these things in other people and the things and certain experiences and all this stuff and really the source the answer the key to it is here here with us all we want but our ego is so scared of us knowing the truth our ego is so scared of us knowing you know for the game being up for the like identification with this character being up that it fights for its life and it's so scared of it but but that is the path to everything that we're searching for so as far as luxury and wealth goes you know we we do live in a society that money provides needs money provides food Money provides us to be able to have a home. Money provides us to be able to have the experience that brings us joy, to be able to wear the clothes that feel good on our skin, to be able to have the the experiences in this human world. So money is important in that aspect. But my invitation to you is to really ask yourself, if you were if it were just you, if you lived on this planet Earth all by yourself, there were no other humans out there, nobody to impress, nobody to know that the, your bag was Chanel or, you know, some unnamed brand, whatever, nobody to know, recognize anything, nobody to be a part of an in crowd with, nobody to be better than, nobody to be wealthier than, nobody to be impressed by that big house, nobody to be impressed by your Instagram photos, nobody to you know, for your ego to be better than, what would you desire? What would you actually desire? Would you desire, you know, some of us may, you know, 
some of us may want to live in that big house with the beautiful pool and overlooking view. I mean, that sounds beautiful to me, even if nobody knew about it. Others may ch- may actually genuinely want to live in a little cabin in the woods. Others may actually want to live, you know, in a farm. Everybody has unique desires and it doesn't matter what the outside world thinks. What matters is what you desire from your heart. You know, when I, I've always, for me, for instance, I've always been like the princess girly girl, you know, love sparkly things. So for me, I would definitely want to like, have lots of sparkly things because I like looking at it. I like playing with it. I like, it brings joy. It brings a childlike excitement to my life. I love the feel of, of soft materials on my skin. I love the smell of vanilla, of vanilla perfumes, of vanilla scents, you know, close to, to my olfactory senses. I love certain colors. I love having, I love the view. I love being in a, in, um, warm tropical waters, you know, if I lived, if I lived by myself, it was just me on this planet earth and there was none of that. Those are the things that I would desire, but it may not be the same thing that other people desire. And that's what luxury and abundance should mean. That's the new paradigm of luxury and abundance. It is really about creating your actual desires, not from the ego, not from who it's going to impress, not who it's going to make you better than, not what kind of in crowd you can, you can get into because of it. Not because it's going to sell your coaching program or your business. Not be, Again, go back to impressing people. Not because of any of that. Because it brings you genuine childlike joy and play and laughter and fun. And it gets to change too. You know, it could be just like a child. Like one minute, it may be fun to play in the ocean. And the next minute, you may be like, oh, I want to go on a camping trip into the woods. And it gets to be like that. And that is how this experience on this earth is meant to be. We've gotten so stuck in our ego and trying to chase things to impress other people or make us better than other people. And the haves are standing on the shoulders of the haves, not have nots. And our whole society is structured to perpetuate, perpetuate, what that doesn't want to come out of my mouth perpetuate to perpetuate this our whole society is structured to continue this and this is what I'm inviting us to get away from I invite us to be honest with ourselves about what we want and why we truly want those things there's a few different people that I think about well there's a movie called I am and um it's about the it's about a director a famous film director in Hollywood who he I guess he became famous from directing Jim Carrey movies and I don't know his full story I just know it through that through that documentary that he made he he directed it and it was about his spiritual experience his spiritual journey and discovering who you know what life really meant and he had the mansions all over the world he had the big fancy cars he had all these things but he realized he was doing it to impress other people and he realized that he was really unhappy and those things were not bringing him any more happiness into his life. And eventually, I'm going to give the documentary away, the movie away, but that's okay. At the end, he ends up moving to a trailer in the middle of the desert, and I think still in California, but the middle of the desert and riding a bike around, living a very modest, and that, and that doesn't have to be your story if that's not what you want. But he realized that that's all he really wanted. And that's the beauty of it is we all have these unique things that we would desire if we were allowed and given ourselves permission to desire that, like I said, some people may be a cabin in the woods. Some people may be a farm raising baby animals. Some people, it might be a trailer in in the desert with a bike. Another person that I think about is um, Richard Bach. He wrote the book, Jonathan Livington Siegel. He wrote the book, Illusions. He wrote the book, One. These are all spiritual books that I love. And in one of his books, I believe it was A Bridge Across Forever. That's a book he writes about how he met his wife, or at least his ex-wife now, but whatever. Um, He writes about, you know, he went, he had his first book did really well. The character, these books are fiction that he writes, but they are based on his life. So this is kind of like a fiction story based on his true life story. So he um he had he's a he's a pilot that's his thing that's his passion so he had a mansion a huge mansion and yachts and like and and every dream airplane that he could possibly have and you know just like everything he was wealthy he had a lot of money and um and his wife was a i believe a hollywood actress 
she had, she was well off as well. And I forget some, I forget exactly what happened in this story. At some point he runs into some, to some like tax issues where like the accountant kind of screwed him over. But, um, and, but in the story, he ends up giving that all up. You know, he ends up, the end, he ends up giving that all up. Again, him and the wife move into a trailer in the desert somewhere. I forget where, like, I want to say Arizona or something. And he just feeds his passion of flying planes. So it's really just examples of how, you know, people chase wealth and some of the lucky ones, and I do mean it, some of the lucky ones, they get there, they get it to a point where they have everything that they've ever imagined and ever dreamed of. And then they're like, wait a minute. I don't feel any different. Like, yeah, I have all these things and sure, like it brings moments of happy, like fun, but this isn't, it's not bringing me what I thought it was going to bring me. What's wrong? What I thought, you know, once I had the car, once I had the money, once I had the job, once I had the, the design collection of designer stuff, once I had the, you know, for his case, the airplanes, whatever, I will be finally happy. I'll finally feel happy. I'll finally feel abundant. I'll finally feel free. I finally feel all the things. And then they wake up one day and realize that they don't feel any better than they felt before. And they wonder why. And the what I, what I mean by lucky is because they've overcome that thing. They realize, oh, this isn't it. And they go back to what actually is it. And that is following your desire, your desire, following your joy, following your heart and your joy, your real heart, your real joy, your real pleasure, not what you think other people expect from you or think means value and success, which it doesn't. So, you know, for him, obviously, was having still having those airplanes, but living in the small little trailer in the desert with his wife was his pleasure and his joy. And again, that doesn't happen. I don't want my message to be confused. One day when I'm living in my balcony, you know, in my beautiful home in my balcony overlooking the ocean, I don't want people to come back to this episode and be like, but you said, because that's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is you, it doesn't have to, it can be the trailer in the desert with the, the bike or the airplane, or it can be the beautiful villa in Italy, it can be whatever, but I just want you to be honest with yourself for yourself that it's a heart led desire, not a desire based on it's a heart and joy led desire, not a desire based on what you think will impress others or make you part of like the in crowd or the elite or um or whatever or something that you think that you should want. I say that all the time with people you know um when I talk about manifesting so we do get to have everything we desire. We really, really do. And, you know, we even we can even have all the things that are based on our ego-led desire. But again, from experience and from witnessing other people's experience, you will just be let down if you're going on ego-based desire. You'll, it's not going to take away the depression. It's not going to take away the anxiety. In fact, the bigger your ego gets, the more you suffer. Your ego is directly correlated with your suffering. I know I said that kind of weird, but I was, for some reason, sometimes I have to force words out of my mouth. But anyways, your ego is directly correlated with your suffering many times. So, so I believe that the bigger the ego becomes, the more you actually are going to suffer. So, um, yeah, so luxury and abundance means calling in the things that spark joy in your life and to the human experience. And and so you call in, you know, everything you need and more, everything you need and more and more than you could possibly imagine. And the whole world becomes like a playground and an adventure for you. You know, and I'm speaking of this. I'm speaking from this. Um, first of all, I want to say that I know when I was when I was making notes for this podcast episode, I was thinking, but you know, a lot of people are going to say, but that's not how it is. How it is right now is this. But this episode isn't about what is right now because we cannot continue riding this ride of what is and expecting different outcomes. We cannot continue doing it this way. We have to create something new. So this is really about Anything we imagine, anything we dream of, we can make a reality, whether it's on a personal level or whether it's on a grand scale, because we are all that one infinite consciousness, which is the creator. It is all that exists and that which created all that exists. 
So we get to dream up of what can be. We get to create a new way of doing things, a new way of seeing things, a new way of living on a personal level and as a community as a whole. So I just want to say, um, you know, I'm not saying this from somebody who's like, (laughs) there's also this narrative of like, well, you know, you just think that because you don't believe in wealth. I 100% believe in wealth. And I'm saying this not like I've never been like super wealthy where I've lived in mansions and had like five cars and stuff. But I will say this. I have been personally so broke that I've bought beans and rice in order to have meals to make a few dollars to my name last me so that way I could eat because I didn't know how I was going to eat so I'd buy beans and rice and just make it stretch for as many meals as I could. I've also been on the other side of things. I've owned luxury cars. I've had a rain, I've had Range Rover, Jaguar, Mercedes, BMW. I've owned luxury cars. I have, like I said, designer clothing in my closet. I have beautiful luxury handbags, not the Chanel flat bag, obviously. I have luxury jewelry. I've traveled the world to some to some of the most, you know, desired locations. I've been in situations where I haven't had to work because I've had all my finances taken care of me um, when I was married. And so I've been on both sides of things. Again, it wasn't like the, like, I wasn't dripping in wealth, but I was definitely very comfortable in my financial situation. And I've been very, very, very broke. Very broke. So... I've been on both sides of things in a, in a way, and I can tell you that there, yeah, there is a specific kind of, there is a specific kind of, um, suffering that comes with not being able to have your basic needs, needs met. That is true. And that suffering didn't exist when I had the money, but I wasn't any less depressed when I had the money. (laughs) Um, if people people say crying in a, you know a Bentley, it's better. I'd rather cry in a Bentley than cry in a you know Honda. Well, I've cried in the Honda, and I've also cried not in the Bentley, but I've cried in my Mercedes. You know, trust me, it's just as painful either way. The outside things don't fill those holes. Yes, it's important to have your basic needs taken care of, and like I said, that kind of suffering of not not being able to take care of your basic needs. I um I definitely have experienced that and I empathize with anyone else who is experiencing that. It doesn't have to be that way. But I'm just saying I've I've seen things from both sides. So I guess that was my point. But what I'm offering here is really not a demonization of the luxury and wealth, as I already said, or over-the-top experiences, you know, the private jets, the champagnes, all that. This is not demonizing any of that nor am I offering an aim to be better than anyone else or everyone else by saying like, okay, that's all ego-based or whatever, right? What I'm really offering here is a new paradigm, a new picture of what the new earth will look like. This is, we 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 hear a lot in the spiritual community about what a new earth looks like. Well, I guarantee you that a new earth does not look like that because that paradigm, that old paradigm that we've been talking about, really the haves, exist because of the have not and that is not a new earth a new earth is a beautiful heaven on earth yeah so this this is what the new earth will really look like one where you get to create and curate your life based on what your human would like to experience in this playground of the world so the infinite consciousness that's what we that 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 which we are already has everything like there it is everything so of course it has everything so really this is just about playing with the human experience and playing with our what our human wants to kind of experience while we're in this brief moment in this brief game called life called earth right and for some people that experience like I said before this is just kind of wrapping up what I said but for some people that is going to be the private jets the five-star resorts the luxury experience like that and for some it will really it'll be creating beautiful outfits with quality made materials and luxury um beautiful you know sparkling stones and beautiful metals and all of that 
um, and that make them feel amazing and look amazing. And like I said, so for some, it's going to be about raising baby goats on a farm while their children run around and jump in puddles. And for some, it's going to be about wearing sweats all day and being cozy and reading books and drinking coffee and creating art. And that's what they're, you know, living that kind of homebody life. But the truth is, when we take the ego out of the picture of all our human experiences and desires, they would all be unique as a thumbprint and equally as beautiful, every single one. None will will be looked at as better than another because it's all based on our own unique game we want to play. This is really like a virtual reality or like a video game. So it's like, you know, when people create, (laughs) I don't, I guess there's all, you know, I never played any of the video games like Sims, but I guess there's like all these like Minecraft. I don't know. I know there's a bunch of games out there where you can build your own world and build your own experience. Well, that's actually what we live in, to be honest. We live in a reality where we can literally create our whole entire reality. We just have been asleep to it this whole time. And so, um, so just start, you know, and, and when people create these, these virtual realities, nobody looks at one as better or more valuable to just unique based on the person's like desires and, you know, what they want to do. And that's what this gets to be like too, really. So I do understand this episode might trigger some people. This message definitely is going to trigger some people. I mean, when I really thought about it to myself, I triggered myself, (laughs) but, um, it's just because so many people's desire for the money and for the material things is really rooted in the ego. And again, I'm going to go back and say, this doesn't mean you can't have it. If you want to play that game and you really want to, you don't care, you're like, that's fine. I want to do the ego thing. That is just as valid as any other experience. That is not any less valid. If you want to let your ego run wild and create based on ego, and that's what you want to do in this lifetime, you're more than welcome to. That's There's nothing more... There's nothing like like negative about that, but I will guarantee that it will not bring you lasting happiness. And I will guarantee that that is not the path to this new earth that that we're trying to create here. Um I do not believe that luxury and wealth are bad at all. I love luxury. I love having the money to have the experiences I want. I love having money to give to people. I love having money. I love money not being an um, obstacle to do and ha- and have and, you know, experience the things that I want to, to do, be, and have and experience in this life. I love my designer clothes in my closet. I love my beautiful bags. I love my jewelry. I Like I said, I love walking into a store and knowing money isn't a factor in what I can buy. I love creating beautiful styles and outfits I feel good and confident and luxurious in. I love it all. Again, when it becomes about building up the ego or competing or us versus them or certain people being better than other people, I'm going to say it again. Someone's always going to be richer than you. Somebody's always going to be prettier than you. Somebody's always going to be more successful than you when you are creating from the ego. I mean, even Jeff Bezos, I think he's still like the most wealthiest person in the world right now, but even Jeff Bezos, like sure. Okay. He may, there may not be anybody more rich than him, but you can kind of see it with like him and Elon Musk and all the other guys. Like it feels like they're kind of just like competing, like who can get to space first, da, da, da. It's still like this competition of being better than somebody else. And like, while I'm not in their lives. I don't know how much they're really enjoying their lives. I am judging from the outside. I'm not, I'm not, well, I guess part of me is, I know I don't feel like I'm judging, but I'm observing from the outside. We don't know, like we don't know if he's really happy. And I guarantee if his, you know, I, what I do know is I do know anything based on ego is not going to bring happiness. So that's what I know. So even like him, like, I'm sure there's some sort of ego-based competition still going on or even who can maintain the wealthiest person. Um, And do we really want to be like Jeff Bezos? (laughs) So anyway, yeah, so as I said earlier, just to kind of conclude, our egos are just in this kind of like creating this like hell on earth where it's like 
fighting to be better, fighting to have more, fighting to fill that hole. Um, and people, people's egos, they don't want to be like the masses. They want exclusivity. And it's all just the ego making itself feel better. The ego believing in separation and there is no such, such thing as separation. Wanting to be better than other people. Now, also, this may trigger some people because if I say, okay, well, like, you really have to look at your desires for wealth and luxury, and I spoke about, like, the Chanel bag or, like, you know, certain things, like, or other things that could be like that, um, some may feel that my new way of looking at money that I'm presenting strips away the pleasure that money brings, strips away the, you know, ability to enjoy, like, go out and go shopping and buy, like, exclusive things that nobody else could have but that's far from the truth my my new paradigm of wealth that I'm presenting does not strip away the pleasure that money brings at all it actually creates even more pleasure because like I said like eventually you're going to realize that that the ego-based stuff doesn't actually bring you happiness and this new paradigm is really like I want you to imagine a world where you could have anything you ever wanted because it's fun, because it's exciting, because it's pleasurable, because, or maybe you want something unique, something special that nobody else has because, well, actually that might be based on ego too, but I don't know, that's something you'd have to reflect on yourself, but maybe you just want like a unique piece of art, some sort of unique expression of art. Um, You get to, to create some like a custom piece or you get to you know buy art from an artist or get art from an artist here's the thing for me when it comes to luxury and wealth for me sometimes like I'll see something in Target for instance like let's say a purse in Target and the color is pretty it's like one of my colors is a color that brings me joy and I look at the design and it feels fun and unique and kind of exciting and you know I look at it and it's not about the brand because it's a Target purse right um but something is it's something is lighting me up about it something is bringing this human pleasure through the visual senses through the um, yeah, through the visual senses, through whatever else, right? I guess that's just the visual senses. But then I go and I'll pick up that purse and I can tell that the hardware is going to chip this fake metallic paint and not last very long. And the plastic is going, it's made out of this plastic that's, that looks like leather, but it's going to crack soon and it's going to become an, it's going to become very ugly. So I don't buy the purse, right? I instead buy a beautiful, nice quality purse made of materials that I know are going to last, that continue to light me up, that I can continue to play with and use for a long time. Now, none of this is about exclusivity. None of this is about being better than anyone else. None of this is about, you know, being in an in crowd. None of this is showing I'm valuable because I can afford something that somebody else can't have. This is about enjoying the human experience. I choose the luxury, beautiful quality item of thing because of how it adds to my human experience how it adds to this game how it adds to this virtual reality you know and it's not about showing anything off so you still I want to emphasize so you still get to do you know you still get to buy luxury things you still get to have luxury experiences if that's what you truly desire you still get to do all of that thing but it gets to be led by the human experience instead of by ego. And that is what I believe a new earth looks like. I believe a new earth looks like us all creating what our, what we, what, I believe that the new earth looks like us creating what our human that we're this avatar that, 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 you know, we are all this infinite consciousness, consciousness, but we are experiencing being a human for a brief moment in time. And so we get to create and curate the experience based on what the human wants and what the character wants to experience in this life, you know, and in the next life, in a different life, if you do have another life, um, which is a whole nother subject for a whole nother episode, but then, you know, that may look different. But in this life, you know, I want, 
I definitely know that this character, Karina, this character, Karina, enjoys sparkly things, enjoys the color pink, enjoys the color teal, enjoys floral things, enjoys feminine fabrics. I love silk. I love cashmere. Um, the eye that is the character, Karina, in this game. And so I get to create that and I get to experience those things. I love gold. I love wearing, you know, I love the gold jewelry. So I get to experience and create and curate and wear those things and experience those things because of the joy they bring me, not because of the ego. A lot of times I may have talked, spoken about the show before. You can tell that I'm kind of like a sci-fi nerd, but a lot of times I think back to like Star Trek, the next generation is the one that I watched. I've seen all the episodes anyway. Um, I think back to that show because in Star Trek universe, except for like, I believe Deep Space Nine is where they introduced something called latinum, gold pressed latinum, which is like the first time they introduced something that is desirable like money. But before that, in the next generation, money, things aren't looked at the same way. Money doesn't exist. They have things, they have... um think they're replicators yeah replicators they can literally create anything they want if you want like it rearranges the atoms so it can create whatever you whatever you want so if I wanted a diamond ring I'd just be like replicator replicate you know make me a diamond ring or whatever <laughs> I'm, um so you can there's no money there's no exchange of money there's nobody being more wealthy than anybody else it's I mean in the human world in Star Trek, they can just literally create whatever they want and they all have their needs met. They all have the food met. They all have everything they need. And it's just about like what you want to experience. And there's the holodeck. I think I brought that up before. So it's like, I kind of see the new earth like that. Obviously, maybe we will have replicators. I don't know. That'll be cool. But, (laughs) but really that our reality is a virtual reality. So we can literally create like that. And might there, there might be a little bit of a time delay because of the way that manifestation works. We can literally create like that. We can be like, hmm, I'd like to experience wearing a diamond ring. And then we can manifest a diamond ring. Um, but that's how I see the new earth is really just kind of like where there's no more hierarchy. There's no more have standing on the shoulders of the have nots. There's no more like exclusivity based on ego there's no more of that it's really about anybody gets to anybody and everyone gets to create everything they want based on their own unique character you know in this in this their own unique human in this experience called life so anyway that was a little all over the place let me know what you thought please don't forget to review and rate send me a message on the socials i'm on tiktok i'm on instagram i'm on facebook i know this this recording was a little bit longer than usual but i really wanted to like emphasize my points and get everything i had to say out there um also because of this these kind this is this is all kind of something i've been thinking um and reflecting on a lot in the last few weeks So this is all kind of like new reflections for me. Like I said about that Chanel bag that's been on my vision board. It's been kind of like a transition of what I really, you know, I I don't desire to perpetuate the old toxic masculine paradigm of this world anymore. I desire to create a new paradigm because my goal is to really help people wake up to their true nature, learn how to curate and create in their life based on their true soul desires, not their ego desires, and help people transform the inner world into the new heaven so that way the outer world can transform into a new earth like Eckhart Tolle talks about in his book, A New Earth. Those are really my goals on this ride called life that I'm experiencing, that we're all experiencing at the moment. So because of this, I've decided to launch a weekly live seminar on Zoom. I'm going to be starting this mid-December and it's called Shift. It's going to be a weekly hour-long seminar and it's it's going to be about anything and everything, spirituality, manifestation. It's a paid seminar, but it's donation-based. So it's really going to be, the reason I say this is because, again, the exclusivity, the ego, like I want everybody to be able to have access to this no matter where they at, they're at in their journey. And so it's going to be donation-based, minimum donation, a dollar, whatever, maximum donation, no, there's no maximum, but you know, so you you pay however much you feel intuitively called to pay 
and you will have the opportunity to ask any questions you desire. So feel free to message me if this is something you'd be interested in. Um, this is my, yeah, this is one of the things I'm trying to do to change how like the whole coaching industry works, the whole paradigm of like money, the haves and the haves not, have nots, all of that. So, um, I might, I might continue to talk about the subject. Like I said, this is kind of like a new thing that has been, that I've been talking about and thinking about and discussing with other people in my world. So I'm reflecting about myself. So I will most likely have some future episodes around this subject, but um, for the time being, I hope you enjoyed this. And again, message me if you're interested in the shift seminars and that's it. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. This is a weekly podcast with new episodes released every Wednesday. Please rate five stars on your favorite podcast platform and share this podcast. If you would like to reach me about my coaching and mentoring programs, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Karina Levon. To be featured on this podcast or for other inquiries or feedback, please email me at beyondstardustpodcast.gmail.com. See you next week.